I love that they did that in last episode. <laughs> I never know when you're recording. <laughs> the point. I haven't Politics finished the light yet. Politicking before you turn, turn to excessive drinking. Spend some time collectively politicking with the show where I don't know, man. Because the truth is, I don't know, man. Man. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, Hello, all my little politinkerets out there in pod person land. Welcome back to Politinkering. I am your host, Sean Fall. Joining me, as always, in the Fallcast Studios, to my right, we have Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hi, guys. Hey. How are my snowflakes out there? Politinkerets. Your face is so funny. <laughs> crickets. Yep. Hey, wait, where's my fucking guy? Oh, I guy? need a crickets button. Where's the little schmerz mm-hmm. Oh, the Joey took the, hey, your the buttons soundboard. away for food. The soundboard's gone? Yeah. Oh, shit. Joey is frantically, Joey Bonnier, oh. also joining us in studio, frantically <laughs> searching shit. for Sorry. Mr. O'Brien's MIDI keyboard so that he can play his sound effects as well. Yeah, hi. No need to undo Welcome. things. You're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Glad to be here. Stop, stop touching God. things. Sausage. So we'll get everything squared away for everyone. Jesus Christ, how old are you, man? Fucking quit fiddling with things. I don't know. I Jesus just like to Christ. touch things. <laughs> like a little kid. Uh, well, you got your buttons now, so okay. that should shut you up. Little kids like buttons. Yay. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. Sorry. I just act like a kid sometimes. What do you want from me, man? I'm sorry. How I'm apropos. Apro. Afropo? Po. Pro. Pros? We're pros at these apros. Yeah. Appropriately so. Um, <laughs> See what I did there? Pros, poetic. <laughs> Yeah. No, I didn't see it at first until you explained it. <laughs> Newsflash, <laughs> 1932. Hey, guys, no, 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 thing. Listen to me. <laughs> Let's have a, look at my joke I just did. Look at my joke I just did. I'm such a smile boy. I don't know. What do you want to talk about, Sean? I don't understand. Uh, what's my age again? 30-something. What's my age again? Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, How does the song begin? I had no idea. Wow. <sighs> Some mm. guitar lick. I did a I did a, a parody of that song when I was a kid. Oh, really? That was what's my name again? It was about like a person with, with memory amnesia. Oh, Didn't wow, <laughs> you're a horrible person making fun of the disabled. I mean, you know, amnesia. Someone who doesn't know who they are. That's is funny. so you can make fun of amnesia, but not Alzheimer's. Yeah, it's not a. Yeah, good point. You're because right. Because it's actually. like a one-time both, thing. It's not like yeah. a. It's yeah, not it's a not. disease so much as a condition. And there were yeah. so many sitcoms back in the day where someone got hit in the oh, head God, and yeah. te- temporarily had That's amnesia. A trope. I think there was even a That's My Bush. I think that's it's that far into I, the uh, <laughs> I love that show. The pantheon of sitcom shows. And then you have to hit them back on the head in the exact <laughs> exactly. same spot with the exact same oh, I- yeah. item. Do it. And you plan on it like dropping on their head as they're falling and they're walking through a like, you know, a corridor. Totally. Yeah. Word. Well, yeah. do you have a rant? No. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair no. Enough. Um, well, how, I mean, all right, yeah. So, so I, on, yeah, sure. y- yeah. Fuck you, man. Uh, <laughs> I help you out. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sausage. No. So, um, you know, I mean, w- w- what is age and how should we be thinking about it? Um, it is it kind of the, the last area of acceptable discrimination. And that kind of goes for all portions of the spectrum. So age is something that is seems to be vastly important to some, but is not too important to others. But then you have that, that idea that, you know, you don't have certain rights until you become a certain age. There's a certain age when you become a citizen. There's a certain age when you can actually uh, uh, then on the other end of the spectrum have your rights taken away. There's a certain, you know, well, not necessarily age, but mental state, but that is kind of tied to age, you know? So at what point do you, in that spectrum is humanity really considered? Um, we have people on, you know, is it just the, the middle ground? Is everything for uh, built for 18 to 35 year olds or is, is it, uh, should everything be Logan's run and should we, you know, kill everyone over 30 or don't trust anyone over 30 or, Wait, I mean, that's you, what they kill him in Logan's Run's 30? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing in Logan's Run. I've never scared. seen Logan's Run. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's You're coming up, or did you just pass? Should I'm you gonna, be dead now? Is your birthday coming up? You're going to be turned 30? I'm going to be 30 no in, shit. in October 6th. Big 3-0, Dude, dirty 30. Like a couple, that's like a week and a half. Two yeah, weeks, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> no way. Uh, Congratulations. Thanks. AJ, nothing but a number. We should have we should have saved this episode till then. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna release it in a week or yeah. so. Yeah, that's true. So a week from now, what's it gonna feel like to almost be thirty? It's uh, probably gonna feel the same, honestly. I really don't <laughs> give a shit about birthdays. I gotta say, uh, this one is a little bit more serious. Although I don't feel anything. I've heard of my, I have had stories of friends who have had to like actually pull over their cars into the side of the road, have a nervous and, breakdown, and have a nervous, for... and like had to like cry like just for like a few Jesus. minutes just because they were turning 30 were they guys they were guys weird <laughs> <laughs> that's sexist sean o'brien i mean come on <laughs> come on though guys like pull it together there's no reason to fucking pull it together or just but quit. it's okay for women not to pull it together yes oh wow it's fine. how sexist <laughs> sexist it's just you know Guys are tough. <laughs> Wait, who's calling out who? <laughs> <laughs> I figured I was going to be juvenile this episode. And okay. Just be like a little bit sexist there. My mind is blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing character. I'm just fucking around, obviously. But I really don't care about like, turning 30. Honestly, it's just a number to me. Uh, I, what's weird is that I had a kind of, I had a weird bet to myself that I told myself, mm. If I wasn't going to be a professional musician by the time I was thirty, <laughs> I have to do something else. Oh shit! When did you make this this bet with yourself? About really when I was around I was a around, year ago. No, I was around. <laughs> I was around twenty ish, twenty, mm-hmm. twenty, twenty one. So I'll sound right in mind. Shit. Yeah. If you're like a ten year old, it's fine. But what, <laughs> what are you going to do about it now? Well. I, I'm certainly not a professional musician, although I can really try to put it together in the next week. Yeah, just uh, play like a wedding or a bar mitzvah be- before your birthday. Yeah. Just write a world-altering song in the next week. <laughs> yeah. And, that's record, not, and record it and release it. But by the way, that's all true. of which could fucking happen if you really think about it. Well, you if George Carlin write, came in a time machine and picked you up, you could certainly do all of that. Well, no. I mean, think about it. Like, you need Eddie Van Halen on the guitar first? Within mm. a week, you could was that very easily. Yeah, there was a joke from the first Excellent adventure. Sorry, it was too deep. Mm. <laughs> now I'm confused. Explain what you're talking about. We were making Bill and Ted's references. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so in the beginning. Oh, I get it. Uh, oh, really? Jesus Christ. I was. What? How old are you? I was just being egotistical. Fuck. You should be the right age for Bill and Ted. I just didn't. I didn't see it until like 
last year come to think of it. Oh, Jesus. Last year was the first time I ever saw Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Wow. I don't think I've seen Bogus Journey yet because mm, I wanted to see the first one first. Some would argue the superior film. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard it's, that. it's a weird argument to make because they are very different flavors and mouthfeel. But, uh, really? Yeah. How could they be that different? It's just two yeah. stars. And- one is more of a, of a high school, like, childhood movie like feel first good one? yeah the first one okay the second one is more like dark like comedy like oh, you go, they shit. actually go to hell yeah. like you meet satan the grim reaper becomes their bass player yeah it's pretty cool yeah i'm on board okay <laughs> I, I, I didn't like it as a kid it's grown on me as i've gotten older that's interesting i mean yeah. does it says do you does your taste in art get better as you get older or god no, finish your statement. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. I thought you were gonna... <laughs> well, is it that your taste gets better in art, or is it that you sort of uh, you become numb to all that isn't good, mm. or vice versa? Everything was so tasty, and then therefore later down the road, everything is sort of like less interesting, and so whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I how mean, does how does how does age determine how you take in art? I find that always interesting about music. I'm always obsessed with music. How your taste is kind of formed in those certain years, and we talked about this before, but like in those years, maybe like 12 to 18, mm-hmm. and it's a small window, but you, like you generally will listen to that music for the rest of your life, give or take a few albums if you're open-minded or not. Um, but that's where your taste lies, and I find it really interesting because I I've been working on a lot of guitar amplifiers, mm-hmm. and you find a lot of different people who come into the, the shop where who who have a specific taste in guitar amplifiers. Whether it's from because guitar amplifiers range from the history of rock and roll. There's amps from the '50s and there's amps from the '90s and 2000. You know, fifteen, mm-hmm. and they sound appropriate, and you can kind of tell a person's taste based on that because they grew up with a lot of that stuff. For mm-hmm. instance, I happen to love '50s Fender amps. I think because I love the album Layla by, by Eric <laughs> Clapton, Derek and the Dominoes, which Is features that that old. Oh, it just, it just features yeah, okay. that amp. Yeah. It was it was nineteen seventy, but okay. it features an amp from nineteen fifty nine, for instance. I'm really nerding out here. <laughs> That's okay. fine, man. No. But, but the point, I guess, is that I'm so interested in when people's ears are kind of formed, like their mm. taste is formed. And it's mm. that certain period of time, I think, whether whatever you were listening to. Because, you know, if you're listening to hip hop or rap, you know, when you were growing up, you're going to love that stuff forever. And that's going to be the style that you want. And I find it so interesting, too, because I'm obsessed with headphones and all that, too, because certain people will love certain styles of headphones because they'll emphasize certain amounts of frequencies, like extra bass or extra treble, or certain amounts of frequencies that will be got best for certain types of music. So there's a lot of people who grew up with a certain type of music which love certain types of headphones. I how, find, I don't know. Just, how, yeah. does, how does, I'm going off here. How do no. your receptors change with respect to sound as you get older? You well, lose high end. Yeah, you lose a little bit of that high end response. Okay. You don't hear the highest of the high frequencies. To be honest, they're not that big a deal. Okay. Generally, they're mostly what's called harmonics or the brilliance of the sound. So well, everything you sound, mostly. everything you hear is over time then. But there's also a, a counter argument. Well, no, I, I was just oh. going to say yes for the majority of your life. But when you get into older age, those frequencies start to drop exponentially. So that's essentially, you know, because females speak in that that slightly higher register than males do. That's essentially So why, I don't have to hear women anymore? That's exactly it. That's, that's why your grandfather can't hear playing, your grandmother well, as well. Oh my anymore. God. Why am I playing misogynist <laughs> Are you today? voting for Trump? It's so weird. I he, he's in that basket call. of deplorables. It's a strange thing. <laughs> it's amazing. I was like, I'm just going to do a bunch of misogynistic jokes for no reason. Wow. Anyway, well, you you set me up. It was yeah. right there. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> where, where's Sean O'Brien? What have you done with him? He set me up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So we don't have to hear the bitches anymore. Whoa. Much. That's... <laughs> 
take it easy. That's the idea. <laughs> that you know, uh, that's why you know older men can't hear older women's voices as well because those those higher <laughs> pitched sounds in their voices. Yep. Wow, that's interesting. interesting. Well, okay. So then, more importantly, does do, does music actually sound or do sounds sound less good as you get older? Well, that, physically, that could be arguably, uh, uh, you know, from a sound standpoint, yeah. why people would gravitate towards those things that they found in those formative years because it's ingrained in their mind what that you full already sound know what you're is. supposed to feel like, so exactly. it's almost reflexive. Yeah, yeah. So you, even though your ears are no longer attuned to hear those frequencies, okay. you're still feeling those frequencies frequencies and you're still getting that that full sound that, that you remember sound. exactly okay. i think there's an, also an element of nostalgia there too and, and it probably fires off some sort of receptors in your brain which remind yourself oh i heard this before right oh, for sure the, yeah repetition with repetition music is so, is so huge. crazy well, but this is also why advertisers target youth so much because it's those formative years that get that brand in their head yeah. you know if you can get them hooked on you know degree antiperspirant when they're 15 to 20 that's what they're going to continue to buy until they're 50. Uh, my dad will still sing commercials from his yeah, childhood. Totally. I'm sure your parents do yeah. the same. Uh, I find that so amazing because, you know, whatever they might remember, well, I cannot speak, uh, they always remember those jingles. That yeah. was uh, Demolition Man. The yeah. entire uh, oh, station. Yeah, I remember. There was a, the, <laughs> I the number one radio station in town was old radio jingles. Member. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> member <laughs> Berries. Exactly. South Park. Uh, it all um, comes back to the park. Well, God damn it! I was going to say something else with the sound. You've then. got all sorts of things to say over there. You're writing like a little. Yeah, I know. That's why though, I was like, I was trying to do that. <laughs> writing like a writer. Writer. Yeah. Writing, writing like a guy with a pen. Yeah. Looks your, like we got ourselves a reader. <laughs> <laughs> um, nostalgia is an interesting way to think about it. Um, do you guys remember where that comes from, by the way? Nostalgia, what it means? Yeah, isn't know. it like a uh, a psychological condition of yeah. like being stuck in the past or something like that? Uh, no, no, no. So, um, it, or like, it, or, oh, God, I'm sorry, go ahead. It, it breaks down uh, to nostos and then algia. It's Greek, right? And so, um, nostos is like a like a home or journey home, oh. um, and uh, algia is sickness. Mm. Um, and it was something oh, Greek right. yeah, Greek yeah. soldiers were actually diagnosed with when they uh, when they've been away for more for too yeah. long, which it's is just PTSD essentially. No, 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 no. Oh, it's homesickness. Oh. It is really like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was a diagnosis that, you know, yeah, doctors yeah. would diagnose them with nostalgia, but yeah, it wasn't PTSD. No, okay. it wasn't like a shell shock. Oh, right PTSD on. was like shell shock, basically. Gotcha. Um, not What's really, this? actually. Shell shock is the shape. No, anyway. it is. Uh, yeah, okay. It, it or an element of it, I suppose. Right. Well, according to Carlin, <laughs> that's right. his whole thing. <laughs> um, but yeah. The, are we constantly trying to relive the past? Uh, because of that nostalgia. A lot of people think so. And really? a lot of, I still find it so interesting because I forgot, forgot where I heard this, but it's, it was about Barbara Streisand. I think it was <laughs> someone, some other podcast, but I apologize here. But it was because Barbara Streisand theoretically has her own Macy's in her- yeah. She has in, a whole mall. She has a whole mall, I guess, in her uh, in her mansion. And so every day, instead really? of instead of going yeah. to her closet, she goes down and shops for her clothes every day because she's There's, obsessed with theoretically going to those stores that she was obsessed with when she was growing up. Yeah, she she wants to go to the mall, but she's Bette Midler. Or is it Bette Midler? That's not, no. that's not <laughs> I don't know if that's nostalgia, nostalgia, though. That's very uh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> is that nostalgia or is that like some sort of shopaholic thing. It's not even so much, like it's not like she's well, trying to recreate her past. It's, it's just that both, she's just fucking going shopping without yeah, having I mean, to do well, it. I think you know, she, there are many other ways you could, if it's just a necessity of needing clothing, that is, you know, there are many other ways you could go about that. There's catalogs and, you know, she could just have personal shoppers bring her the things, but she wants that experience of being in a mall. and like, I get that. How does that have to relate to her age or to nostalgia? I bet saying? when she was younger, like when she grew up poor, 
and like and going to Ma- like she walking by New York and seeing like the 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 uh, what's it called the displays in Macy's was like everything to her it was like a fantasy and when she eventually got money she bought her fantasy from her childhood it's a lot like me honestly oh is that what she that's how that's how what she said yes I think so no, I think that's that, weird that's my understanding yeah. of it oh I, don't, I yeah. see I understand okay yeah got it sorry I mean, you're saying it's, like you? it's what's not like me with guitars or someone with cars mm-hmm. like you buy the, like when you have your midlife crisis you buy whatever the Corvette from yeah. you know that year that you were that's 16. so interesting like classic car is basically when people are from 30 to 60 what was the fancy car when they were in their teens right like, when everybody want they exactly. want that car it doesn't yeah. it could be like a shitty car it could be like yeah. a fucking Volvo I, I actually kind of like Volvos <laughs> but <laughs> That's weird. I, it's my, what it, my parents always had a Volvo. Like, I think my dad always had a Volvo. He had like a station, like a station wagon. They're actually. A uh, long I'm not going to go off on Volvos, but they were good you cars. You should go off on Volvos. They were, go, they were good. Like they were good cars before <laughs> 2000, before they were sold to Ford. I also really liked their style of engines. They would have inline five cylinder engines, which were a lot smoother because of their firing uh, pattern. Pattern. Thank you. Uh, so I liked my first car. Was <laughs> ironically a fuck. My first car, of course, was a, <laughs> really? was a nineteen was a two thousand Volvo S sixty with a little turbo in it, <laughs> and it was the smoothest Weird. fucking car I've ever driven. That's awesome, and I love it. And that goes to show you what cars I will probably always want to have. Such a hipster, dude. I know <laughs> it's amazing. I'm yeah, so wonderful. Bastard. Yeah. But I also had a specific guitar when I grew up too, and that's the guitar I always probably. It's my dream guitar. That's what all guitars should, should sound be, like. Yes, yeah. exactly. What was your dream? What was the dream guitar? It was a basic. Well, the one I bought was a reissue of a vintage 1961 Fender Stratocaster. No shit. So I love Fender Strats. That's my. I feel like obsession. I should be excited. You shouldn't have. To you should very least congratulate him. <laughs> okay. Why? I'm getting you got your dream guitar. Oh, I built my dream guitar, but it's not. Even more. <laughs> I will not own my dream guitar for a little while. Those are around twenty thousand dollars or thirty thousand oh, dollars. So I will buy that when I become a millionaire. How many guitars sure, will do you we have? Mine? Oh yes. What's up? How many? I own about that, the Wayne's World. Is that the Wayne's World guitar? It's actually yeah. It says his is in white. Mine's I like a little, <laughs> I like a brown one. That's so funny. That's <laughs> the guitar. Yeah. Got it. Is that like many people's just dream guitar? Yes. Uh, mostly because of Hendrix and Clapton. And a lot of players like that. There's tons of players who play the Strat. Maybe the most popular guitar besides the Gibson Les Paul. Why hmm. did they like that guitar so much? It's got a specific tone. Uh, it's also probably the most versatile instrument. It has three pickups, which means you can pick up the sound of the guitar strings at mm-hmm. three different positions where you pluck it, mm-hmm. which is more bassy or more trebly, depending upon the position. Got it. And you can and, dial how much of each of those? Kind of. Not exactly. Sometimes mm. you can have a position in between the two. Right on. And you can also dial in the tone. It's got a specific sound that people like. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's kind of the thing is you grew up, again, back to there, you grew up with that sound, listening to Hendrix or Clapton in 60s or the 70s, and those were your favorite records. And that's why you love playing. You want to get to that sound. I guess yeah. that's kind of why I was asking. I mean, you said the 50s, it, it featured a very, like, popular uh, 50s type of amp was that a element of nostalgia that they had that they wanted to cre- to recapture ah, on Layla so fucking lootly. really okay Clapton and Hendrix who do you think these guys loved they loved the blues players from when they were growing up and those guys would play these crappy little 50s amps and turn them up to 10 and you would hear this really cool overdrive overdriven blues tone and just happened to be that they couldn't afford the really good amps. They like got some random amplifier from a pawn shop and like turned it as loud as they could because amplifiers weren't fucking loud back then. And you got that really cool tone. And that's why we all love that sound of a guitar from that era. That's what Clapton did. He basically was the first person to really 
turn an amplifier up to 10 and record it exactly like that. And we were obsessed with that sound ever since. Got it. So that, that's like arguably one of the most popular shows right now is Stranger Things. And yeah, that is just like- a a, com I feel like everything is a 20 year throwback. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, yep. talk about Stranger Things. No, no, I mean, that's just a, a an absolute member berry. It yeah. is the yeah. kind of quintessential, like remember what it was like to watch the Goonies and feel like this when you're watching Spielberg and E.T. and all this stuff. It, I mean, it's, it is specifically and meticulously designed to be that and to foster those emotions mm -hmm. of, you know, this 20 <laughs> to 30 year gap. Yeah. I know this is more about the South Park, but J.J. Abrams is kind of the king now of member berries. Yeah. Or, yeah, no, yeah. Because he really is rebooting. Well, everybody, everybody. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, he's not only rebooting franchises from the past, but he's doing it in the style of other directors, too. Right. Yeah. I don't like know. It's Super just, Eight. It's, yeah, Super Eight was like his first, like really, just a member berry one. And it's Is this okay going to become one, uh, like the newest addition to the Oxford English Dictionary? Member berry. Yeah, I it, fucking hope so. Yeah. It feels like it might be a, tw a word of 2016. Yeah. Music is Memo guilty Chewbacca. of this. Yeah. I'm sorry to go back to music here, but it's guilty of this too, because there's a lot of people who mimic certain guitar players. Like mm. Stevie Ray Vaughan was maybe the most influential guitar player of that era, of the late 80s, 90s. And there's been about a million white dudes with Fender Stratocasters now who try to be him. Mm. And the same thing goes with every a lot of famous guitar players like that. So maybe there's also the argument like that, that kind of stunts actual creativity yeah. because we are obsessed with just repeating our childhood on our past. And it is 20 years though, pretty much, right? I yeah, mean, I'm trying to think like of it. everything yeah. that's a throwback. So let's see here. The nineties were kind of a, th oh, maybe it's 30 though. No, no, the nineties yeah, were yeah, a throwback it's... to the sixties. Uh, I guess late sixties. Yeah. Do we talk so, in, well, what player in the nineties? I'm talking grunge. grunge. Grunge was a, was, it was more a of a twist punk. on punk. No, so it was like, yeah, it was so like, it was like late seventies, early, yeah, late seventies. Yeah, like 79. It was like grunge was a revolt against glam, which, yeah, it's more of an ebb and flow there, but right. it all just kind of follows these, know, yeah. these sort of. Oh, was glam was glam a um, was glam a reboot of disco? Uh, well, or was it an evolution of? They're it? not that far apart. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, too. I mean, you go disco, you like go five like years or so, new okay. wave, and okay. you know, are the '90s back now, or is it like it seems like the '90s slash '80s I think are so. back right now? Absolutely, I think the yeah, '90s. Yeah. Are, I see a lot of flannel. I see a yeah. lot of grungy dudes and yep. hipsters and. I, the fucking beards, that's right. The beards, the, fucking beards are back. Uh, the 80s are big too. So it's, you know, uh, I guess just uh, hitting different echelons as well. I guess so every, yeah, that's true. Like if you grew up in yeah. the 80s, the yeah. 80s are back. If you grew up like in the 90s, the 90s are back. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. that's true. But I, So it has to be at least 20 years and then you can Right, it's whoever's in, in a, it, whoever is in power, whoever has the capability exactly, of recreating yeah. whatever it is that they wanted. I guess that's what I was going to say that's about J.J. Abrams. That's true, at a certain point you get out of that age cycle. and Right, I yeah. don't know if it's necessarily like J.J. Abrams is like now the king of member berries in a sense, rather than also so many of the people who like were making movies, yeah. you it's, know, back then now just want to re-see what yeah. they saw. They it's want not to see Ghostbusters. They want, yeah, it's fucking everybody. It, I mean, I was going to say Netflix is also a huge culprit. Just remaking yeah, all, right. of our, yeah. all of the childhood memories that we have. Do you guys totally. want it or do you want new shit? I want new shit. Yeah? I, I think there's room for everything. Um, you know, Who I, the fuck are you now? How did we switch places? Usually uh, you're like, ah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm good. I, you know, the more production, the more uh, work I get. Oh, well, that's true too. As far as, <laughs> I'm sorry, but, continue. It's it, there's more of there's more room for everything. You said. It's uh, so selfish. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. 
No, it is. But I mean, you know, just um, in general, we like even now we have way more. There is more video on YouTube than anyone could ever watch in their lifetime. There is more content out there than is consumable. And, you know, that that's just kind of creates a situation where the, the cream will rise. You know, there's no way that you can get through everything. But the more content that's created, obviously, the more good stuff there is going to be out there. The cream will rise again. Oh, geez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't mean it racist. That came, like, yeah. Like, well, I, to be honest Where's with you, your hood, Sean? It, I think what, what yeah. made me think of that was like the, the member berries, the evil side of nostalgia. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, right. Certainly. You know what I mean? In a yeah. weird way, like nostalgia sure also is a great thing, but it, it kind of is that same thing that fuels the the you know the 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 darkness and that that we've sort of seen like yeah. you know everybody everybody wants to see I, I think I mentioned this in you know the South Park episode obviously but everybody wants to see you know their, their favorite eighties and nineties things because that it gave them those warm feelings and it made it feel exactly like it was when they were a kid yeah. and there's this odd twisted validity that comes once you look at it through the lens of you know remember when there weren't as many Mexicans remember when like yeah. well, well, the black people were the ones yeah. who were the servants and it's like it, that's how it was when I was a kid that and I just want to feel the way when I was a kid. And it's like, it's also viciously feeding that idea that, you know, people are remembering a time, but also based on their perspective at that time. So when you're three years old, there aren't troubles of the world. And so, you know, the, the, uh, the problems in the middle East aren't a thing. So that's, you know, just more, you know, things that are beating down on you. Memories are are such a personal thing that I think what you do is when you, you have tunnel vision, you, yeah. you just simply right. have your perspective and everything else either dies down in volume or it loses focus, if you will. Yeah. You know? And and that's a shame, but we have to kind of put our memories in context. Maybe yeah, and you just want to you just want to recreate it in the strangest way. It's like, well, I remember when my maid was black; she was so sweet, and I, and you don't even know why you want to see that, but suddenly for some reason you just want to see that, and it has this, but just because you're this old, you know, 80, 80 year old white dude. Yeah. Well, going back to a uh, a literary liter- literally literary conversation, um, to me, this is why. Uh, uh, um, science fiction is so important because it, it's very well noted that a lot of the people that got into the space program got into it because of science fiction when they were kids. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like the things that we designed were designed around the science fiction. Sure. So it's almost kind of using that nostalgia to forward ourselves because, you know, you're, you're remembering back to what the uh, rockets of Jules Verne were, but you're, you know, now you're trying to recreate that, that childhood nostalgia of those rockets. It's making our future with our past. That's really fascinating. Kind of I never thought about that But who did Jules Verne read when he was a kid? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. the, probably the Greek myths. Yeah. Right. You're probably right. It was it. 19th Actually. century, no like 18 something. He's probably training the classics and Latin and such. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Where so I mean, I guess is my point. Uh, if we're just repeating stuff sci-fi from Ray Bradbury and you know and uh, Isaac Asimov, then maybe we're not doing enough creativity. Maybe we need to be taking that next step and try to. I don't know. I just we got to think about that kind of stuff too. Yeah, I mean, so interesting sci-fi that's come out, and I mean, I guess you have in, um, Interstellar. Mm-hmm. There's tons of good sci-fi. You know I, mean? I shouldn't just dislike that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but even well, then, I, I don't know. I, you could uh, be right, but what, it, what's even the, I, even the sci-fi that we have might be like throwback. So it's like a, a weird lot of thing it is. I mean, you can think about creativity. 2001: A Space Odyssey, and you can argue that a lot of the sci-fi that we've had hasn't really gone past that. Well, you yeah, know why though? In a weird way, because it, uh, the well, strangest Battle thing Star, is that, man. Uh, Yeah, Battlestar Galactico. I mean, one of the big things that that brings up is the idea of uh, not just the, the robots coming back, but that they are organic. 
So like the um, oh yeah, we do have like yeah, go ahead. yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's the idea that the the ships that they were fighting, like the starships, weren't manned by an alien. The starship was the alien. The starship was like a you know sending a dog after us or mm-hmm. something. It was kind of like this big that's dumb. Two thousand one space odyssey though. That's still just kind of you know. Uh, I keep falling asleep through two thousand one. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's well, how. Yeah, just, yeah just uh, the basic point as far well, as that's, can uh, computers yeah, think. AI. You know yeah, that's mean? it's just AI. I guess it's, organic. Uh, there was no organic matter in hell though right it was just ai well it just goes to the philosophical yeah, question it's still of the same philosophical well, that's actually kind of the end of it alive. too it was like the, the star oh, yeah, child right. is the whole kind of, that is the oh, end right of 2001 space Odyssey. organic matter yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly um the the fusing of man and machine is the end of 2001 uh, one Odyssey. i thought was cool I don't, Spoiler alert. I don't know if this was done before have you guys seen event horizon I kinda, yeah i kind of mm-hmm. like event horizon the idea that a spaceship like went to hell or something that's yeah. kind of cool mm-hmm. but again that's 90s it's kind yeah that's funny you're right you know what i mean it's a 30 year old movie like sphere yeah exactly exactly the core yeah yeah yeah. I, no, I mean it's true. So I was thinking of Ex <laughs> Machina. Mixing references. Ex Machina no, is another one. Unobtainium was in the core. Avatar. Does, Avatar. Yeah, yeah. No. Yes, but that is one of the. What? Uh, unobtainium in the is movie a, the core. He's yeah. Unobtainium is a thing in science fiction. I did not know this. I'm oh sorry. yeah, yeah. The core is one of the one of the things that mentions unobtainium before oh, okay. Avatar. Did not know but that. But yeah, it's it's a thing. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, Listen to TBC for more. Sorry, <laughs> we, I need to catch up. I, I, What's funny about it, though, is that I, I don't know if it's necessarily that we don't what, that we lack creativity in in the the genre of science fiction, and we're sort of just re- rehashing everything, or if that nowadays the only thing that kind of could be so science fictiony that it would actually seem as cutting edge would would almost, if anything, be a step back from what is actually existing from what mm. people are really doing. I mm-hmm. mean, if you really look around. Our current present, the amount of scientific tech. So, well, no, yeah, I was just going to say our science printer, right now yeah. is about you know what we were seeing in movies thirty years ago. Exactly, <laughs> right? But, exactly, that's what I mean. But we, ha- which was fascinating and wonderful. But I, I'm speaking more to the idea of just what are we putting in movies now? Not even that. Just mm. the fact that there's no need to do to like put anything. Oh, where creating. do we go from here? That's the que- the unanswered question that I'm not actually even asking because I oh. think it's even more interesting of the fact that what is actually being done creatively mm-hmm. is going toward creating the thin- thing specifically, and they are succeeding. We have 3D printers. <laughs> you know, I will have one on Monday. We ha- that's the thing that is kind of unfathomable if you really think about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even just iPads, yeah. iPhones, the the ability to re- connect with the entire world was kind of a thought, but you know, it really did come out of nowhere if you think about it. You know what I mean? The 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 internet and all and and the- it really didn't though. I mean, everything is standing on the shoulders of giants. The internet goes all the way back to what I mean to- is experiencing it. I'm not suggesting that oh. it came out of nowhere. I'm saying there's there was nothing that could prepare us. Oh, as, as a, a culture, yeah, for, for the, the yeah, and I that's mean, the thing. It's like well, who needs creativity as yeah, far as yeah. science fiction right it now? It does we kind of the internet. I mean, it, memes yeah, even though it's, it's around for years, it kind of blasts onto the scene with a force that is, uh, yeah, unparalleled, essentially. Right. I, I, our society was not ready for the internet at all. <laughs> it, it wasn't, but it, what could prepare us for that? You know, how um, that that's kind of the thing, like big societal changes need to happen in big swoops like that. And it, we're, yeah. we're in that tumultuous period where people are still getting used to the idea. You know, we're in a, a transitional period here where my childhood was not lived online, mm-hmm. but you know my my friends' children are an online presence from before the day they're born. Yeah, exactly. You know they're getting ultrasounds and putting them up on the feed, mm-hmm. and so you know there. I, I and there's saw, the, the picture of like the belly and the guy's face right next to it, looking kind of smug. 
Right. I, I, I saw a, I don't think it's in France, but there was uh, a- It's probably in France. Uh, or I'm sorry, I don't think, uh, somewhere, either way, somewhere in Europe, there was a, uh, a person suing her parents to remove uh, all of her digital information from, you know, like pictures and stuff oh, from that's Facebook. that's amazing. That's cool. Um, you know, trying to take back the- uh, the digital identity essentially. Sure. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of like who, at what point we, we've sort of decided as a society that you are not in charge of your own body. You are not in charge of yourself. You are not a responsible adult or even really a citizen until you hit, hit a specific age. Mm-hmm. Uh, here it's pretty much 18, kind of 21, depending on what you really think about things. Um, 24, if you want to talk about renting a car, but uh, <laughs> there are, you know, certain thresholds that are age specific, you know, there are things that we can do in the society at certain ages that is that, is that justified? Exactly. Yeah. Is that a, is a it relevant okay that we can weth- yeah. method of going about things? Is it okay that you can be drafted at 18 and not drink until you're 21? Although you can be drafted to Europe and then drink while you're across the sea. But as soon as you come home, you can't have a beer. Joey, is it justified to <laughs> tell someone under the age of 18 that they cannot do something? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I mean, 18, give or take a year or two. I well, think we decided According 18. to your religion, it's 13. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> it's, it is, everything was different according to those rules because those rules were, you know. Yeah. Bron- you were pregnant at 16. Yeah, you were breeding yeah. already. Yeah, and yeah. you were dead at 32. Exactly. So it's a little weird. Uh, but, uh, Why fuck. is it okay to tell someone under the age of 18 that they cannot do something? Because they're theoretically not it sounds fucked up, but their, their brain isn't mature enough to make those decisions. Okay, well, let's take it a step further then. Let's, uh, um, starting 21 to 18, there's that gap where yeah. you're a citizen and you should have all the rights of a citizen, but there's still this one thing that the government says that you cannot do. Yeah, I think that's stupid. I, I think we should be able to drink at 18. 18, you think, is a, an appropriate cutoff for that? The thing is also because stu- there's the whole problem with, with college and, and alcohol. Like when they, when you go to college, you're around 18, and then you have to deal with like, oh, my God, do I need a fake ID? Do I need to get alcohol from someone else? And then they have to drive. You know, it, it's a little silly. Um, I think it's causing like extra problems and DUIs and stuff like that for the cops. I don't think it's necessary. Um, why not just make it 18? It's 18 in, in Europe. Well, I, mean, in not the, I mean, the European argument is essentially younger than that. I mean, you know, the, the idea is that you're, you know, having a wine, glass of wine with dinner and, as, at a young age so that you understand how that's yeah. going to affect you. I think that's true, you know, too. The, the problem with the whole college thing is that you are so uh, restricted and you're not allowed to drink for so long. Right. And then the floodgates kind of open and then all of these kids end up developing, developing alcoholism or developing And that alcohol is the problem, problems. right? Yeah. That's binge drinking. That's binge drinking, yeah. yeah right? if, exactly. you have, if you grow up with it and you're like, oh, I'll have a glass of wine a couple nights, you know, weekend, it's not a big deal. You get used to it. But then if you, you know, you're denied it your whole life and then you have like three drinks, you're like, holy shit, this is what it's like to be drunk. Oh my God. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So, and then you grow off to a frat and drink 20 beers a night and you know, and that's your deal. Exactly. Um, So uh, yeah, I do agree. you fail out of college and become a podcaster. (laughs) Sounds familiar. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, so then training is the, is the justifiable reasoning to allow kids to drink under 21? Well, I, I would think, I, you see, I'm, I'm just a big proponent of not shielding children from the world. That's kind of what I'm, yeah, that's kind of, I'm trying and, to broaden it. Like, yeah. sure, I mean, under eight, under 21, you know, can you drink under 21? Sure. But I mean, can you, should you be allowed to vote under 18? You know uh, what I mean? It's, it's I, I, the, actually, the, the heart of this, go ahead. 
I, I agree. I do think that one should be lower. I think we got to take these one at a time. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but even but, still, let's just start from the bottom up. What What is the justification for telling someone under 18 that they can't do something? I mean, their brain might not be developed, but well, okay, well, how do we determine when a person's brain is exactly. developed enough to say that they can do what they want and how much can they do? And I mean, it, by that logic, we can all the we can even extend it all the way up until you know thirty five, and then fifty. You know what I mean? Yeah. You like, well, you theoretically, well, you draft into the army at eighteen, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you have to start paying taxes. You're you're you. You, yeah, you got to pay, start paying taxes as soon as you get a job. So you could get a job at fourteen and start, okay, to start fine, paying taxes. That's fair. Uh, mm-hmm. You're but you're well, not. You start you're paying not taxes dependent. as soon as you go to the store. You're and not buy dependent a bar of candy. Well, okay. Let, let's let's think of it this way. My point is that you're yeah, in the yeah. system when you're eighteen. So that's 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 when you should theoretically be able to vote. Yeah, but you keep saying theoretically and that's mm. what I'm trying to get well, philosophically it could change, it could yeah, change. Why, that's why I'm asking yeah, why is 18 the cutoff why is that a good place uh, I, that was decided a little while ago in fact I don't agree with that I think it should be a little lowered for certain things I think we should be able to vote at 17 or 16 okay well, okay let's start let's start at the very, know, very bottom I'm sorry I know we won't go at, no no we'll definitely talk about that at what point have you entered into the society as an autonomous being kind of who can sort of well, I mean, that is uh, a ever-growing number these days, you know. It used to be you would graduate high school and go out and get a job. Uh, then, you know, the college world started getting pushed on everyone. So you would enter college and then go get a job. Now there's this basically system of essentially going to college and then coming back home and living with your parents again for another five years after that, mm-hmm. which has become very commonplace. So, you know, that that span between when you're, you know, a quote unquote contributing member of society or, you know, a partially communi- contributing member, like when you're 13 and you get a job at as a lifeguard, are you a contributing member of society at that point? Well, yeah, that's why I'm asking yeah. you. I mean, at what point are you a member of society? So you're saying that like the you second you enter- You said autonomous. Yeah, yeah exactly. autonomous. That was the key. That was the like, key word. Because yeah, the, the kid that gets a job as a lifeguard can't support his house, can't, you know, pay, can't pay for the food that he's why not? eating. What if he has to? Um, I mean, it, well, it's- Partially, you know, I mean, I'm, okay. I'm, there's there's no way that that job is. I mean, there are certainly instances where you know a 13 year old has to support their family. Well, it's okay. So, so if you obviously. have someone caring for you in any capacity, you are not autonomous. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you're you know just uh, if you're living in the, under your parents' roof, they're essentially mm-hmm. taking care of you. But you, you say roof, roof. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. You're a roof guy. Yeah, roof. It's cool. Uh, so, if, you're, if you're living in your parents' room. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, you get your first job. Let's say it's a paper route okay. and you make $30 a week and, you you know, that's your, your candy money or your Nintendo game money. Does that, you know, you are certainly not an autonomous member of society. You couldn't support yourself on that $30 a week, but you are a contributing member of society. Okay. But why does it have to be related to money at all? Well, I mean, can you not just live in the society without having any monetary connection to it whatsoever or is that the uh-huh. only way you enter it is the second you have you either have a job or you do something i mean I it's mean, a capitalist society it's essentially based on on commerce so you know as long as you are part of that commerce system what about a socialist then, society then um or a completely communist society well, we got to assume well, then that it's work what do you, you mean know when work? you're when you're ready to go to work then you're contributing otherwise yeah. you're just feeding off the society well you got to assume okay that, so then let's yeah let's talk about and, and all these societies we're, we're talking about education when up until you're about 18 so you're, yeah. you're literally spending your day going to school i'm not that that's not kind of contributing in some 
indirect way. Yeah, it's, but, yeah, yeah. it's but an but economic builder. But it's still not contributing yet. You're not. Right, you're right. not. A, you're, you're, not you're still really feeding back. off you're of society. Back exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So the second you start giving into society. Yeah. So I think it's he's right. When you leave school, and that's been pushed back because of college, because the university has become a high school diploma. Yeah. And even then, you don't get a fucking job. So. Honestly, if we're talking realistically, you're not autonomous till you're 25. 30, yeah. <laughs> Maybe even more. Are yeah. you contributing to society until then, though? You're trying. Yeah, I mean, to. you know, <laughs> you, you could be a Girl Scout helping little old ladies across the street. Certainly, you're contributing to society. Okay. But you're like, you, you, I think this all uh, devolves well, because well, you said autonomous member of society. Well, that but, is the distinction, I think. Um. Okay. Autonomous means uh, meaning self-sustaining. I I assume. Um, no. Or not, self-supporting. I mean, self-governing, kind of. So it's like, nice, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, I, I, individual was sort of, autonomous means just like, th there's nobody else telling you who you can vote for. Making your own choice. Mm -hmm. Or can't vote for. Yeah. You know what I mean? That has nothing to do with money. That has nothing to do to s s uh, with like, you know, th that is a contribution. I mean, it, you know, that that little girl cro helping an old lady cross the street probably has something to say about elderly care. Mm -hmm. It might not be crazily informed, but, you know, let's just say she spent an entire year doing nothing but hanging out with old people and yeah. helping them cross the street. She has something to say about it. And that, yes, that is a contributing element of society and, and theoretically speaking, could better contribute and inform uh, you know, what we do with old people. You well, know what I mean? I mean so, honestly, or how I, to vote. I think uh, maybe it was just where I grew up, but I feel like we, the people I was surrounded by were better informed about the elections and politics when I was in junior high and high school. Right. You know, I, I mean, those, yeah, those, those are the were people Were they just that, parroting off of what their parents oh, said? Oh, most or do likely, you think, but okay. I mean, at least the, there seemed to be more information. There seemed to be more general awareness of it. And, you know, I guess, you know, kids always want to change the world or they always want it to be different well, than their parents. It also depends upon specifically where you grew up. Yeah, it could possibly. be your, your specific neighborhood. Yeah. And I, even when, I mean, not, not everybody's in middle school during an election yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So Yeah, that's true. Well, so there's we, an election every year, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> um, okay, so let's start with voting. Let, w w Joey, when you said you, you thought it should be lowered. Yeah. Um, I think that you can make an educated choice and you will really start to be involved in this system in, when you're 16 or 17. Okay. Uh, a lot of that also is starting having to do uh, with- Oh, actually, oh, I'm sorry to derail no, you, but one uh, fact that just jumped to mind, uh, the, the voting age being 18, um, you said changed recently, but that's, I, I was thinking the other way. It actually changed down because it used to be 21. Mm -hmm. And then all right. of the, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I just wanted to, you know, kind of point that out. I didn't even think about it that way, but yeah. I can go to war. I can go away to war, but I can't vote. Exactly. Yeah. So that kind when, of, that when even, was that? 70s, I think. Yeah. 70s? That was all the, the Vietnam protests and gotcha. stuff that changed that. But that, that also changes the alcohol debate, which is weird because alcohol used to be lower and they up that and then they switch that with voting. What about voting. Six cigarettes now are going back up to 21? Yeah, cigarettes are 20. I think that might just be a California thing, but oh, that okay. is- I think it might be a trend among states. That's I, I don't doubt it, certainly. If California is doing it, there's got to be other- I, I mean, they're just trying to ban it outright, essentially. It's that slippery slope that you guys always accuse me of. But. Well, let's let's just let's go back to the voting though. So yeah, what, yeah. sure, it may have gone up and down. And it's, yeah, all yeah, that's totally. interesting. What, what age ought it be? Yeah. I think 16. Okay. Why not 15? Um, 15's a little too young. In fact, 16 might be a little too young. Um, I think you have to make a lot of choices 
in the, you're, you're starting to get more responsibilities at that age. And you should be able to vote based on the next four years of your life because okay. you are voting oh, on a four year term. If you're going to be 18 so when that president is in you, charge. You're theoretically going to be paying student loans in the next two years, probably, if you're 17 or, or 16. Also, you're probably going to be driving uh, when you're 16, meaning yeah. that's, that's such a big, important thing in our society. Like, you are just. Like you need insurance, you need you need all these things. You need a driver's license. It is the police state. So you should be able to, I think, theoretically have a voice in those decisions. Um, well, it, by that logic, why not fourteen? That's a great point. Uh, mm-hmm. I think fourteen might be just a little too young to make those decisions. You're not just as well informed in our society. Should they get three fifths of a vote? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need. Uh, I don't know wow. if that's that young. I don't know if that's too young. No, nowadays, 14-year-olds are fucking smart. Well, that's the thing. It runs the gamut, though. Well, I guess that's the same. The same could be said for any age. There's smart and dumb people every age. But, you know, 14 is still kind of that time where a lot of them aren't necessarily that— but then some of them are fucking there. So, you know, it, it, to me, that's a little bit— There's too much peer pressure there. Yeah, that's, that's much, a little bit Too much Lord demo. of the Flies stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think you don't really— Oh, that's also an interesting thing, um, just because of the sort of uh, tiny pool that a, a school system creates, um, that, you know, allowing that to become part of the electorate, um, you know, they could kind of, you know, be— I, high school. Well, yeah. I mean, 18 year olds wow, are seniors yeah, in high school. Be, well, becomes 18 year olds are seniors in high school. I would imagine if the entire the entire country's high school population suddenly became a voting base. Yeah. So then you high have school kids. You have politicians them, stopping by kid. every well, high school. You have, uh, yeah. Dude, to be honest with you, though, that might sounds not be a okay. horrible idea. I'm yeah. really not. I'm not totally opposed to that. I mean, I, it, I just think maybe. 11th and 12th graders or, or 10th, 11th and 12th graders, maybe just, or just expand it by one more year. It might be a little more fair. Yeah. Uh, but then to exclude just the freshmen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, fresh, fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. Bro. Is that a bad point? Yeah. Oh, fuck the freshmen, dude. Let's paddle their asses. I don't, well, I mean, I don't have a philosophical basis for right. You're right. But it sounds so no, right. I mean, my, my philosophical basis was, would be, you know, first time you watch, second time you do. So, yeah, you know, you get that true. sort of, you get to observe the process and then you get to yeah, be part of the process. I, I think, okay. That's I fair. feel like in anything, you're, the, first, the first year you're always kind of training. You're always learning. Yeah. So the first year in high school, you're always kind of like, looking around like holy shit oh but then if we're gonna say elections only happen every four years there's gonna be those those ones that never vote in an election yeah while they're in high school yeah (laughs) all right so freshmen have to be able to vote no no i I mean that's still a stupid reason but yeah i I think 11th and 12th i think we should just go to 17 i think that's all 17 17 she's only 17 (laughs) she was just 17 you know she's only 17 daddy said she's too young but she's old enough for me she was just 17 you know what i mean she's only 17 she was just 17 that's two different songs bro. i know god (laughs) this this is hurting i was having fun (laughs) i hate you so much (laughs) i was adding i thought thought joey was gonna jump in with another 17 year old song no i'm trying to take this seriously (laughs) hold on to 16 as long as you can though she's just 16 years old leave her alone they said (laughs) there's a lot of these creepy songs i guess and they're all from the 70s he's 12 years old Annie? Annie's got a gun? Janie's got a gun. Yeah, Janie's got a gun. <laughs> Janie's probably only 17 or something. Mm. Janie's definitely 17. Yeah. Um, so, but... <laughs> How old... Go ahead. No, you... Finish it up. Fuck you, man. Sorry. God. I'm actually just going to be quiet. You can Ooh, do what you're going to say. I also wanted to say being sexually active. That kind of starts around 16, 17, 18. Around Maybe there. for you, man. Well... Actually, I, I wish. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 mine was 19, which sucked. 
But mm. that's also because I went to private school. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a fucking awkward loser. Yeah. That, that might have something to do I with mean, it. I mean, that's certainly nothing you could regulate or legislate. That's, you know, a... But I mean, like, of they course They do, not. though. I mean, age of consent is 16. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I guess. The, uh, Statutory rate? Well, no, but it's it's still age of consent has to do with uh, when it pertains to another adult. But if two 14-year-olds are fornicating, that's not illegal. Okay. Really? Yeah. Obviously, that's true. Yeah. Right? Okay. Should it be? Fornicating? I, yeah, I don't think. <laughs> fornicating under, consent, under consent of the king? Um, that's... Uh, Prima noctua. There you go. Prima yeah. nocta. Prima nocta. <laughs> yeah, we should invoke the right invoke of prima nocta. Invoke the right of prima nocta. <laughs> so I, I guess at the other end of the spectrum, is there a time when we should be taking rights away? Is there a time when you're too old to drive, when you're too old to vote? When you're, yeah. I, I don't mean, want to talk about old people. I'm going to go get more coffee. Geez. Old people gross me out. Um, I, I always actually been saying that I think we should take away old people's licenses at a certain age. Mm. Is it age or capability? Like, should they just take the driving test every year? Oh, that's not bad, actually. That's a little mush to do every year. But well, yeah, I would say yeah. maybe every two or three years, sure. That's well, actually I mean, a great idea. In fact, we should do that for, honestly for everyone. But, but honestly, does that even matter? In five years, we're going to have robots driving is everywhere, right? That's a great point. So fuck it. Yeah. I mean, you know, by the time we got the legislation through, it's certainly a good idea. But what about other things, though? Operating yeah, yeah. heavy machinery or something like that or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it's not a lot of 70 year olds yeah. are working at the docks. Exactly. <laughs> Old Jimmy's dropping the forklift again. <laughs> if, if, a forklift run, if a forklift runs through a farmer's market, we'll have this discussion. <laughs> but as of now, I, I don't believe that there are uh, a lot of 80 year old truckers out I, there. Yeah, I don't think there's a problem with the 80 year old truckers. Again, the 80 year old truckers are going to be robots in, you know, yeah, five years. So it doesn't matter. I think, you know, that it's going to solve most of that stuff. But then again, that also creates more problems. You know, I mean, the, what is the, the job market for someone that's 80 years old? You know, I mean, we live in a world where president, well, that too, but you can only have one of those and Vermin King's going to win. So (laughs) Vermin King, is it Vermin King? No, it's um, Vermin uh, something. Herzog. Von Braun. Yeah, I see a guy like behind a camera with a boot on his head. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw a rat. Like, (laughs) wait, did he eat the boot? No, the the, his boot, the boots on his head. He's just like. No, he's just a crazy old dude. Oh, you're talking. You're talking about fucking Chaplin, man. Uh, That's way older. Uh, Herzog. I'm mixing a million references. Yeah, dude, you're confusing. The people at home like my references. But either way, is there a point where um, where we should again be taking away? Is there a point where, like we say, that you're no longer a contributing member of society? When you know, are there jobs for eighty year olds? Is the only thing they can do go sit in the Walmart as a greeter and say thanks for coming to Walmart? I mean, they're talking about the opposite. Actually, they're talking about raising the raising the age of retirement. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, it's you know, you are. What are we contrib- looking at now? Uh, I think, well, I, you know, I don't know who I proposed. I feel like Gary Johnson, your boy proposed like 75, I think. Damn. Really? No, I thought it was that already. Maybe 72. Oh no, we're 65. 65 right now. It's yeah, 60, yeah. No, it's even younger. It's been, it's been keeping good. You 63? can start at 63, but you get full at 65 or 66. Yeah, that's what I thought. And right. I think it was, he was raising it to 70, 73, or 72, okay. 75. So and you one mean, of those numbers. By you mean start, you mean collect social security? Right, right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. 
uh, and I mean, that's tech, you know, kind of the, what most people consider re, consider retirement age. Right. Um, but so, sorry to answer your question, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm generally pro, you know pro autonomous rights. To go back to that fucking word again, like rights again. Like you sort of own yourself. It's hard to say, it's hard to be able to take away a right of mm-hmm. a person um, for the betterment of society. Ageist. It, it, yeah, it's hard to say. I I, I don't think you can. I, I don't think. In the same way, actually, even down to kids. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where to determine whether somebody even is when, mentally cognizant. Yeah, but exactly. When Alzheimer's kicks in and that's you what can't I'm be well, trusted. That's by what yourself. I mean. That's not age though. That's not age. Okay. You know, there there are just like yeah, you said there are. Like perfectly you turn lucid 80 and 13 year olds yeah, and there exactly. are perfectly lucid 105 year olds totally. you know what i mean it's a mental, so we, it's a question of mental capacity not a question of age is that well, a cognitive do, test then wait it, what you first what did you think uh, do we establish a cognitive test for you know if you're allowed to live by yourself or not i think that's a good start even even for the lower end of the spectrum too what were you mm-hmm. saying sorry anywhere you're going to get into dangerous areas of testing for voting yeah uh, like exactly IQ tests for voting which we, is obviously no, no, no. You don't have to go down the slippery slope. I mean, it's uh, you, there's a question of mental. With me, man. Yeah, you're going skiing with shiny over there. Because <laughs> I don't actually think that that's far a step, uh, a jump. What is it? Well, no, I mean testing with, IQ in order to in order for not even IQ. You, if you're testing cognizance in some ways to be involved in society to skew right. it one way or another. Yeah, that that that's dangerous. It's just the test. Is right. Gonna, yeah, but right now all we're using is your age. Yeah, like, well, that's on, it. on one end of the spectrum, <laughs> the other end, you're an 80 year old is still able to vote up until he's dead, right? Well, you know? as far as voting, sure, yeah. but I mean, well, well, what else do we? Cut do we off take away people? when you get older? Yeah, I don't think we take away anything. Um, I think there are elements as far as like with Alzheimer's and stuff like that, where you sort of, well, I guess you do yeah. have to sign away power of attorney and stuff like that. I mean, at you, some point, a doctor can say you can't drive anymore. At right. some point, a doctor can say that you can't live on your own anymore. Right. Um, you know, so there, I feel that's based not necessarily off age, though. But no, no, exactly. Specific yeah. health conditions. I mean, just because well, you okay, reach yeah. eighty-nine, they're not going to lock you up in an old folks' home. But I'm saying on the other end of the spectrum, it is a specific age limit. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, I see what you're saying. So yes, it is. This it, it's tied right. to yeah, age, no, right. there's just not a specific number. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, so but okay, so you're saying on the low end of the spectrum is where you were going as far as testing someone's IQ in order to be allowed to contribute to society. Yeah. Well, I don't want stupid people in my society anyway, so oh. it's fine. Yeah. Is is that the uh, the new test instead of uh, land owning males? It's IQs it's over IQ 100. Yeah. <laughs> How do you test IQ? IQ tests. And who makes that test? Mike, IQ. white people. Mike, I, Mike Q. <laughs> <laughs> well, is Mike white or black? He's white. I mean, if we <laughs> he did not hesitate. If we adopt uh, two years of public conscription, we can, you know, kind of weed all of that stuff out. What's conscription again? Uh, the idea that everyone has to serve the government for a certain period of time. That um, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like drafting. Yeah, kind of like a, a standing draft. You well, know? okay. Let's. Oh shit, that's a fun one to go. Let's just do the. Let's stay on topic. Yeah. Um, is eighteen too young to serve? Too old to serve? Should it, there even be a fucking number on it? I mean, if a fifteen-year-old wants to join, uh, should they not be allowed? But more importantly, at eighteen. Oh, I guess it, it's not. We don't have a draft, but like selective service. Yeah, we could. I mean, we you still have to you register. Sign up for it. Okay. Uh, At 18. Women have to register now too, which oh, is, you know. That's good. Yeah. Who was the youngest? Uh, Joey, how old was the youngest person to fight in the Civil War? Something like, whew, it's crazy, like nine. 12 or, yeah. yeah, it's like 10, 11, 12. <laughs> if you can hold a gun, you can, yeah. <laughs> you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge First a ball. First of all, they had drummer boys, so yeah, don't forget drummer, drummer oh, yeah. boys were. They get blowed up. I feel like the youngest person to die at Gettysburg was 12. 
something like Sounds that. Sounds right. But it might, you know what? I'm sorry. It might have been the youngest person to die was 16. The youngest person to fight was 12 at Gettysburg. Mm. Maybe. But that's I don't right. remember. I don't remember. But that's not that crazy. I mean, even I in think Viet- it was Vietnam, Vietnam, they had 15-year-olds. Yeah. That w- oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, people, people lied about their age all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Civil War was also like a family Lawrence war. Lawrence Fishburne. Like, you're- <laughs> Apocalypse Now reference. <laughs> that's a great reference. He was <laughs> yeah. 16, I think. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. I was just saying the Civil War was like a family war. So, you know, when they, uh, the guy got, right. went to war, the wife would come along. And if there was a kid, they would probably come along. Entire too. villages and exactly, towns. Exactly. Yeah. So you would just kind of like travel as an entire village so that like things could actually operate. You mm-hmm. know, the logistics was handled by the women essentially. Well, I don't know if women traveled with that them always. Uh, but they would have like, for instance, like the town barber would be like, you know, a corporal in that regiment. or And then like the town po- policeman, like the sheriff would might be like their sergeant or something. Oh, yeah. But my understanding was like the, the wives would come with and like, you know, do all of the sewing of the clothing and like do um, all of that, like that, I don't that know cooking that. and stuff that needed to be done. Not with, necessarily so on the front lines, but in the- Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sexist. Yeah, right. I thought you meant like they were tra- like they were invading like Pennsylvania with Lee's army. No, no, they were they weren't hauling the ammunition up to them or no, anything. Okay. No, no. They Why? Because they were women, Sean. Well, yeah. I mean, that was kind of the thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care. It's only re- like it's only been in the last five years. I think that women have been part of the draft. Like, it's oh, is, only- that, is there women, Sean? Yeah, Sorry, I'm <laughs> blaming me for thousands of years of society. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to. It. I'm trying to reel back on all the misogynistic things I said before. Yeah, it doesn't no. work. I yeah, know. it just makes you. It just makes it worse. Really. I know it does. I mean, That's why it's funny. <laughs> okay, I don't care anymore. I'm sorry. I don't know, I don't know man. Uh, how old do you guys feel? <sighs> Depends on the situation. Right now. Right now. <laughs> Um, like at this exact second, Jesus. at roughly eight thirty-five p.m. I feel like I'm and fifty-four door seconds, doorstep. You're about to die. <laughs> eighty-two. You feel like you're eighty-two right now. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've always felt like an old soul. I, mean, <laughs> I like that term. Uh, I do too, and yet I don't like subscribe to that belief or anything no, like that. Karma or reincarnation or anything, or either. Yeah, yeah. they're two separate things. But yeah, either it's it's. Well, I guess it's not. Well, they're yes, related, they are two separate things, yes. but are related. You're correct. I just know that I'm obsessed with stuff from the past. I don't know why. What it is? I love history. Nostalgia. It is nostalgia. <laughs> I love archaeology. I was thinking about being an archaeologist in college. I was, <laughs> all this stuff. I love history. Um, I you love a history major. I love vintage shit. I love vintage amplifiers. I love vintage guitars. I like vintage cars. I like vintage everything. Um, What's the difference between vintage and retro? Uh, uh, how, how old? Yeah, vintage is actually from that time period. Retro is a throwback to that time period. I didn't know there was an answer. I thought that was going to be an I don't know, man, but cool. No, yeah. Yeah, that's an, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Neat. Okay, I do. But you can make like a retro guitar. Yeah, yeah. Okay, never No, mind. you're absolutely, that's cool. That's a great <laughs> answer. Cool, now I know. Uh, I always thought also the music I listened to made me uh, a certain age, which was like mm. older, aging hippie liberal douche, if I can give myself a <laughs> South Park reference there. Yeah. So I feel like I'm like a 55-year-old dude who's got like, he's kind of balding with uh, a kind of a beer belly and he went to Woodstock and he can't stop talking about it. And that's me, even though I'm stuck in a 30-year-old's body. Hmm. 29. Shit, I'm going to be 30. I'm, <laughs> I might be 30 when this is released. Yeah. How old do you feel, Mr. O'Brien? Uh this answer changes oh, yeah. a lot all right the now. time. Right now, I feel okay. 32? <laughs> no, like normal? A year younger than I am? <laughs> That's actually what exactly you should aim for, pretty much. I know. That's really funny. <laughs> That's exactly Yeah, right. I don't know. I, I think I feel, I feel about my age. That's true. T- typically, I feel, typically, I feel a little bit older than I normally am. Um, so anywhere between like kind of, you know, 
42. I was going to say 41, but I'm saying 42 because of Douglas Adams. Mm. And, you know, 53, I guess, somewhere in there. Every now and then I'll slip into that like 65. Ah, my line! Bullshit, like in the, you know, at mm. late at night or mornings. I guess not really. That's true. Um, is, is there truth to that, though? Are you as old as you feel? Is that? Maybe. Does that, do, Maybe. Does it's that not, matter? It's, a, it's an apt idiom no matter what. I mean, it's true. <laughs> well, like if what, you, if you constantly are... <laughs> What, what about how you look? Like, do you think you get more wrinkles and stuff if you're more stressed out and your hair is Oh, yeah, like, and vice versa. Do you think you feel whiter if you're more stressed? Look, look uh, at the pictures of B-Rock uh, eight years on. You know? Every president, exactly. not just B-Rock. Yeah. You know, this is an interesting... I, I haven't thrown this out yet, but, you know, the, the ages of presidents, people always talk about, you know, you... you they look always so much younger before mm. they before they leave office, and it you know of course it's true the job is so insanely stressful and it does like kind of basically fucking kill you no matter who you are. Yeah. But it's like the whenever you start Star right, Wars I mean, zapped of <laughs> right. But every single kind of every guy, if you look at them when they're between thirty five and forty two, mm. you know what I mean. Eight years later is a huge change in what they that's actually true. look like in every single guy, no matter what. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a funny thing. That it we does look at. seem a little exaggerated. Yeah, I gotta say, I think it is. You're um, right, but you're right. I mean, it, if we look at Rob Lowe or or uh, or uh, yeah, you I know mean, Brad Pitt, yeah, but both of those was, people are frozen in fucking time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying stars. to choose the absolute like opposite. If like, you just look at like Mike St. Louis, yeah, he fucking look. At, he's I, I thirty-five know, to eight. He's just a Mike in St. Louis. He's oh, just a guy. Mike! In, I thought it was like Mike St. Louis. So he's another <laughs> no, actor. No, he's just know. a guy who's in St. Louis. <laughs> it's named Mike. <laughs> Randy Marsh looks just as good as he did 20 years ago. Fair enough, sir. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, how old do you act, Sean Paul? Um, again, it always depends on the situation. But okay. Well, at, I feel at exactly 8.37 yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> and 45 um, seconds. I, I feel like I've always acted like I was 40. <laughs> so exact. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's probably true. <laughs> That's probably true. Okay. Joey. Uh, I feel like I act a little younger than my age, I got to say. Uh, I would say I act around the 20-year-old, 21-year-old. Okay. A little bit more mature, maybe 20, 24. I act like I'm out of college, but I've uh, I've, I've, I've wise in my ways or whatever. <laughs> Smartened uh, up a bit. Probably 21. Yeah. That's tw I mean, that's when you're done with college, well, yeah, basically. but guys are stupid up until they're about 25, I think, mm -hmm. even out of the college. I think guys are just const always stupid. <laughs> guys are ever smart. Sexist, son of a They bitch. become smart, but it's like five years after women become smart. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, mm, that yeah. works. Oh, Sexist. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Different hormones. Yeah. I act like a fucking child. Always. Yeah, I really do. I'm, it's hard for me to act my age. I almost never act like I'm 33. Like, I, I don't. I, I do not fucking feel. Come to think of it, no, I don't think I feel 30. I don't know how old I fucking feel, mm. man. I really don't. And I don't know if I feel older or younger or what. I definitely feel younger than I did five years ago. I... I, I think I'm in better shape and I care more about myself now. So I, that changes. I don't feel old until I encounter an authority figure that is younger than I am. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, if you come up to, if a cop comes up to you, that's like 20 years old and is like telling you to do stuff. It's just like, what the fuck are you talking about, kid? Yeah. You know, if, you know, uh, the, uh, a manager, you know, someone just, you know, anyone that has authority that's younger than you just, I don't know, just, uh, seems, I guess just makes me feel older than I am. Yeah. I think there's little moments that remind me of my age. Uh, mm. I think obviously we, none of us have kids. So that's a big one here. We're all going to be a little bit younger. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but Keep I'm reminded uh, certain things like make me feel old. And I reminded like when I was teaching the other day, 
to my class, I'll say stupid things like, you know, you act like a child, I'll treat you like a child. <laughs> uh, like I had to take a kid's cell phone away. Like I told a kid not to put his feet up on another person's chair. How old were the kids? Some of them were high school age, like 18, 17. Oh, okay. uh, oh, but these are all college kids no matter what. Some of them were college. Some of them actually were the high school program I was working on. Oh, uh, okay. Got it. Um, but either way, yeah, I just still felt so old saying that stuff. And being put in a leadership position when you're not used to it always makes you feel old. And I immediately felt old about it in, in like, for instance, in college when I was a senior or mm-hmm. high school when you're a senior because mm-hmm. you're just simply the oldest in that group. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it's such an amazingly quick transition too because when you're a freshman in your high school or college, you feel like like absolutely nothing. You feel like like a bug being yeah. squashed. And then all of a sudden After three a years- semester th- and a half. Yeah, three years even. later, two years later, you're all of a sudden, you feel like you're the shit and you're king of the ca- castle. You yeah. know, so it's such a crazy turnaround for me. So it really does depend. And, and I think it and does- it's amazing how much that flips the next year. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, you, after four years, oh, I feel like shit. I feel like, the, you know, the king. And then all of a sudden you go back to being low on the totem pole. Well, it's also amazing how- um, insular school life seems to be for yeah. kids. Uh, what were you, what, we were watching some movie. The, oh, we were watching Heather's. High School Musical. No, Heather's. Have <laughs> oh, you seen right. Heather's? Of course. Okay. Teenage Suicide. You boo. Yeah, either way. Um, yeah, so I, I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, and Joey had never seen it. And it was just kind of amazing how much would never be able to be done today in a mainstream Hollywood movie. That was... Heather's? Yeah. Are you... Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Seemed like you were questioning whether or not that was mainstream, which is questionable. But I was. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was questioning all of it. Right on. Whether or not I, I like a mainstream was... movie could make a movie like Heather's now, and and I was also wondering if it kind of has been. Then I was trying to think back, and also if Heather's was even uh, like a. It, well, I don't think it was a studio movie. Um, it, it might have been one of those like low budget. Yeah, it's like, you know. The, well, that's like when they made Tri-Star those. Tristar or something mid, like that. Exactly. Yeah, it's when yeah, there was some, there was some you know, big names. Um, Christian Slater and Winona Ryder. Yeah, they, and they were big pretty names big for the in time, the eighties, right? Not really. They I mean, I'm young, but I don't know. They weren't not really. I mean, I think it. So I think Heather's was Heather's the eighties. I think it was like eighty nine. Yeah, was it? Okay, somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah, I'll look that. I don't think Christian Slater had really done too much. True, true romance. Um, true romance would have been nineties, ninety one. And I think Winona Ryder hadn't even done like you know any of the Tim Burton shit yet. I think it's both eighty eight Heather's. Yeah, yeah. I don't think either of them. Uh, wait, so who what, what, who produced? Uh, I think it was like TriStar New Line or some fucking tiny guy. Uh, give me a second. You need yeah, IMDb Pro also, for Shannon that Also, Shannon Doherty is in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was before she was anything though. Yeah. Before nine hundred two one zero. Heather's probably made all of them everything. Um, I think they were, there was things going on before that, you know, Gleaming the Cube was certainly before that. What's when, Gleaming the Cube? Gleaming the Cube is the, uh, Christian Slater skateboarding movie with Tony Hawk. Nobody has ever seen that movie. Uh, people have. It's a, it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I'll take your word for it. How does it well, not say here on IMDb? What the fuck? I think you need IMDb Pro. I have IMDb Pro. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> we, we need a Hollywood insider here, guys. <laughs> Either way, that is a a complete shift, and it's you know com- uh, that movie is almost the opposite of what uh, the millennial experience of uh, high school seems to be. Um, you know, pre metal detector, pre uh, right. you know, sort of every uh, security device, pre cell phone, pre you know, caring about anything. Um, you know, that was in the uh, the Ferris Bueller fuck it all sort of eighties uh, and nineties. Life's pretty short. Yeah, that's a shame. You're not going to go in? I I can't remember it. 
know, stop and look around once in a while, you can miss it. Yeah, totally. Life moves pretty fast. What am I saying? God, you suck. Well, I was no wonder I couldn't get it. I was googling something at the exact same time. It's distributed by New World. It was produced by Cinemarique Entertainment. It's a fucking indie. Heather's fuck out of here. Sorry. Get my face with that shit. All right, fine. Fuck you then. I just spilled everything on my phone and everything else. I'm such a child. That's what you deserve. When's your birthday, Sean? Uh, pretty soon here. You don't want to say it? No, no. Okay. Hold up a finger. Why? Do you not want Hold up the finger of the month. I promise you I won't What's say that? anything. Hold up the finger of the month. This month. Oh, it's pretty, this month? Pretty it's soon here, I said. September. Yeah. Oh, Get the fuck. Your birthday in a couple. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's like right before Joey's. What? Uh, <laughs> How the fuck did I not know this? I'm really sad now. Yeah. I got it. September 29th. Don't. Yeah. You said it. On he can beep it if he wants later. Dude, no shit. I'm sorry. Happy birthday. No, it doesn't. Yeah. There's nothing happy about it. Why are you uh, telling him happy birthday now? It's not his birthday yet. I don't know. It I might like be by the birthdays. time this airs. But, yeah. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> Birthdays are meaningless. This yes. might come out on your birthday. Uh, no, I think it's a little bit before. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, th- this is probably the episode of my birthday week. So, yeah. Happy birthday. No, we can't afford you. that. Oh, wait. No, that's public domain now. God damn it. Stop it. You. I'm still going to fucking. Happy God birthday. damn you, motherfucker. La, 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 la. Is yeah. our society built so that the middle prospers or is it built by the middle and thus the middle prospers the middle class yes the, Not middle, the middle class age. yeah no, the, the middle, middle age. The, the bell yeah. curve of people that's so interesting i was thinking about this too because the baby boomers uh yeah. yeah the baby boomers have taken over and but i don't think it has always been this way no it hasn't it's, it's been this way since post-world war ii or post-vietnam-ish well yeah since the baby boom they've just kind of run everything yeah that's because we have this big hump in our population. That's and why it's the baby boom. What's going to happen when that hump becomes median the age jump. of se- 70 <laughs> or 75? And they all have to get, and we're kind of seeing the start of that yeah. now, is they all have to get, collect social security and we're all going bankrupt and, we, and blah, 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 blah. And they all suck and let's kill them all. And they didn't let any of us get any sort of uh, job experience because they wouldn't give up their jobs and there were too uh, many of them. And baby boomers. Exactly. Thanks a lot, guys. You really fucked it up for the rest of us. <laughs> and then, then they fucked up real estate prices so that no one could afford to buy a house. Poor and, baby boomers. Yeah. They just went fucking ape shit for 30 years. Now they're looking around and they're like, whoa, what happened? No, yeah, I just wanted to listen to rock. <laughs> And roll and smoke weed all the time. Well, I, didn't, uh, I didn't do it. I was just hanging out, guys. I'm sorry. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't that every generation that blames the generation? Not before the greatest them? generation. Yeah, that's true. No one blames them for anything. No one blames them for yeah. anything. They, they, you know, they blame they, they blame him for winning the war, Sean. Yeah, they that's won. what they blame the greatest generation yeah. for. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know, so I I don't think um there is no I think I read like a delinea a breakdown of the generations. All oh, right, on. um and I wish I had the numbers with me, but basically it was there's the baby there's the greatest generation, there's the baby boomers. Um, th- there is no generation. Oh, wait, so wait. Then there is Generation X. Yeah, there's no Y that became. There is millennial. no Y. Y is fake. Yeah. Y is a made up thing. Well, Y was what we our placeholder until we called them millennials. No, no, because Y is like goes, uh, you know, breaches a little bit into X and a little bit into millennials. Oh. Like really? it's, yeah, it's sort of splits it is uh, in a weird yes. way. It's more of a question of anything. You probably yeah. found it. Yeah. So and then there's millennials. Why, why and is indigo? There is no name. What? Why is indigo? I can't. That the sounds like a color. good joke, but I can't figure it out. Actually, oh. well, well, they're kind of separating here. They have a generation Z. Oh, yeah. really? After, oh, yeah. So the after millennials, after there millennials. is no current, well, there's no current like oh, so accepted the, name the for whatever. For after millennials. The people born 1995 up until now, pretty much. Wait, right. 95 to Yeah. Me? Isn't that yeah. crazy? 95. I thought 95 like, was millennial. That's what we all thought. Yeah. No. Like no. The, the, the kids were all calling millennials mm-hmm. actually is something different. They oh. came of age right. in the turning of the millennial. You and I are both direct. 
exactly between like I think it's 82 and eight, 1980 to 80 or maybe it's like 79 to 1982 that's that gray period is that gray period between Generation X and the Millennials right on. so they are we are both yeah um, I can read you the numbers here that they have but I mean obviously they're give or take a few um, so we're talking about let's let's start from the the first baby boomers that starts in post World War II 1946 right. mm. and Basically, up until 1954. So, 1954? The first era of baby boomers. There's two wow. of them. They say, oh, okay. Baby boomers one and baby boomers two. Okay. Number two is 50, uh, 55 to 65. Okay. Then, Generation X is 66 to 76. Really? It goes back to 66, uh-huh. huh? And then, Generation Y, 77 to 94. And Generation Y is also called Echo Boomers or Millenniums. And then Generation Z, 95 to 2012. So that's calling us millennials? Pretty much. Well, or millennials. They say, basically, we're Generation Y. Oh, wow. This wasn't what I had read before. Yeah. Uh, but again, this is one website. I that's pol- the thing. Yeah, everyone what's breaks the, it. What's There's the website no... you were looking at? It's called socialmarketing.org. But I'm going to look at one better one here. Hold on. I'll find the Wikipedia one. Yeah, I don't think there's a specific breakdown or a, uh, you know, um, a universally accepted breakdown of these age groups. That's and the thing. I actually think that there is. Oh, I, I found it. The Atlantic. The Atlantic had the breakdown of it more specifically. I don't remember what they're referencing, but basically the greatest generation, uh, then the baby boomers, then Generation X. Um, oh, wait, then Generation Y. Yeah. Then millenni- oh, no. Oh, there it is. Okay, I did find it. I'll just read this. Well, I don't know if we can read this. Uh, yeah. It's fine. Okay. Uh, your official demarcation of the generational boundaries. The greatest generation. These are the people, okay, I don't know who wrote this. I'll find it at the end. Uh, these are the people that fought and died in World War II for our freedom, which we appreciate. <laughs> but there's a little over the top as far as names go, isn't it? Tom Brokaw made the name up, and of course everyone loved it. What? You're going to argue with your grandfather that he isn't in the greatest generation? The generation that ended when the war ended? Baby boomers. This is the agreed-upon generation that falls within Depreet's punctuated time frame. It began when the greatest generation got home and started having sex with everyone. It ended when <laughs> having sex with everyone made, was made easier with the pill. <laughs> generation X. George Mansick of the Harvard Joint Center for Housing Studies puts this generation in the time frame of 1965 to 1984, in part because it's a neat 20-year period. He also calls it the baby bust, mocking pundits on Madison Avenue and the media that call it Generation X. <laughs> Tough luck. Generation Y. Mansick addressed this group too, putting it, quote, anywhere from the mid-70s when the oldest were born to the mid-2000s when the youngest were. But mostly, Generation Y is a made-up generation when it became obvious that young kids didn't really fit in with the cool Generation X aesthetic, but were not en- that what, there were not enough of them to be, uh, that had been born to make a new generation designation. Note, Generation Y is fake, made-up thing. Do not worry <laughs> about it. Millennials. In October 2004, researchers Neil Howe and William Strauss called millennials, quote, the next great generation, which is funny. They defined the group as, quote, those born in 1982 and approximately the 20 years thereafter. Hmm. In 2012, they affixed the endpoint as 2004. TBD. But that means that the kids born in the last 10 years lack a designation. They are not millennials. Earlier this month, Pew Research asked people what the group should be called. And offered some terrible ideas. In other words, this is the new generation Y. We'll figure out sense. what they're called in the future. In the last 10 years, yeah. Here, that's we makes. made a helpful chart. And there's a helpful chart. It mm. <laughs> breaks it all down. Mm. Um, that, that wasn't very What helpful. do you guys think about that? That sounds, about, sounds closer to what my interpretation of the generations were. Yeah, me too. This is written by Philip Bump mm. at the Atlantic. In March 25th, 2014. Right on. <laughs> I guess generation's a wide term anyway. So yeah, matter. exactly. Um, but it's roughly 20 years at a time or so. Well, she's, yeah. So, I mean, so sure. These are like maybe the official demarcations, but I feel like the one that, J- Joey, you read is a little bit, 
I, I, I don't know if generation this should be a time frame or a state of a state of mind and a state of being and and you know you you can well and that's got, also the the group versus the individual certainly right you know yeah. it's a, um, just because I'm in this group uh, yeah you know, Sean, statistically you're part of the greatest generation exactly statistically Joe, we might average out to the greatest generation <laughs> but I don't think every uh, even in the greatest generation there I'm were plenty of racists and wife beaters and you know people that weren't so great sure. so the, you know that's just a uh, a statistical average of the perception of these people, mm-hmm. not even a uh, accounting of their actual actions. Do you guys think? I feel like this election is the ultimate like bout between the the baby boomers and the millennials. Mm. Like this is that this is that fucking round. Well, I well I think that portion's over. I think I, that yeah, was I the Bernie and exactly. Hillary thing. But say. now we're just in the the boomers fucking themselves in the ass. Okay, the Fair boomers enough. split into two. Uh, we have the you know the aging hippie liberal douches. Yeah, there's the ones and, that put on the put on the collar and uh, uh, went okay. to Wall Street, and there's the ones that you know stayed at Woodstock. So yeah. I guess there's 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 both in each, and, yeah. and all in every. Right. <laughs> but yeah. The, yeah. And the younger generation, the Republican Party, has kind of lost a lot of power, honestly. Yeah. Mostly because of the institutions of religion are mostly based off of old people, and also uh, the people with the power and the money, and the corporations also are mostly older people. So the people with power are generally younger Democrats, uh, Bernie's, Bernie bros, and the like. The GOP needs a new Alex P. Keaton. Religion. They do. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was. That was great. Say what you were going to say, but the second I said religion, you perked up and you were ready <laughs> <Exactly>. to go. <laughs> Them fighting words. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Finish what you were saying first. No, they need one, but they're not going to get one. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? They need a new Alex P. Keaton. They need a youthful uh, beacon. Yeah, kind of thing. something to make Republican cool. In a Republican Barack Obama. Was Alex P. Keaton Republican? Yeah. Yeah. He he was. Michael was that family ties? Yeah. Oh, the the joke it. was the, the whole family was liberal. The dad worked for PBS and you couldn't be more liberal than that. And then they had a son that was a tie-wearing briefcase toting GOP. Oh, I never watched Republican. Family Ties. Gotcha. That's funny. I That's only fun. know it from that fucking one song. What was it? Yeah. Uh, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. The fuck? I think you had one wish. Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton. No. Wow. wow. When I met you as a Monet was really, you look like How girl, old are you? Jesus. It was from the fucking 90s. <laughs> it's a shitty song. It's just that's I No, I just mean you didn't know family ties. But what's I'm, your age again? I'm 33. I'm I'm the Christ age. Back to religion. <laughs> what were you going to say <laughs> about oh, religion? Slightly I was. Narcissistic. Um, do you think that younger kids are trending more religious or less religious? Oh, less. In general, everyone is less. Uh, it depends mm-hmm. what country, but yes, yeah. general, everyone's less. Uh, oh, okay. But I think it's so interesting that what they, you know, when you're young, that's when there's time it is to catch them quick. That's, right, that's yeah. when you can believe. Well, I think it's also- um, you're more apt to believe. It's also an evolution. Like the, um, you know, when uh, my, my grandparents were staunchly religious and that passed down to a- you know, a little bit of religiousness to my parents mm-hmm. and that passed down to a little bit less religiousness to me. So I think there's just kind of been a watering down of religion that in general. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it, it's, it's become less of a, a stigma to, to not baptize your child or to not raise your child in religious communities. You know, there was a time when, you know, the, if you didn't attend church, it was, it was suspect. It was, you know, uh, actually I even lived in a, a small town in Alaska where, 
uh, pretty much everything was centered around the the three churches in town. You know, every, what town? Uh, it was called Sitka. It's a small Sitka. little island by Anchorage, right? Um, no, it's part of the the chain, the uh, island chain in there, uh, okay. south southwest Alaska. Yeah. Um, but yeah, or southeast Alaska. Sorry, um, but yeah, I imagining mean, they, you on an island in Alaska is really fun for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, of course you'd pick. Like most people are like, I just want to live on an island somewhere, and usually that like means tropical island oh, yeah, with yeah. a fucking pina colada in your hands. Which, by the way, fuck pina coladas. But, what? Yeah, fuck pina coladas. I hate coconut. There's some horse shit. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Nobody likes pina coladas. Get out of this podcast. Nobody <laughs> likes pina coladas. Nobody likes pina coladas. <laughs> and and a, a larger. You're looking portion. at one. You're okay. a pina colada? Yeah, but you're a hipster. True. What yeah. is that? So my opinion doesn't count? No, no it's you, that your taste you would, is specifically yeah. designed to be something that everybody else Opulent. hates. That's not... <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Once everybody likes it, you mm-hmm. you by definition can't like it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yes, and... I don't know where to go, but it's true. Um, however, Sean, on the other hand, just wants to be in an, a frozen tundra <laughs> island in the middle of the ice fishing Pacific. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, fuck um, everyone. <clears throat> what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Before. No, no. Oh, I thought you were transitioning. Um, do you guys want to have kids? Sean, I know you don't. Whoa. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you even? <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, want to have kids? Right? Uh, eventually, sure. Yeah. Eventually. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then probably divorced and then have kids. I have a whole plan. I'm going to have... <laughs> Two kids, get divorced, pay good child support. I'm going to be really good with that. Okay. I'll show up for the big holiday. You'll be the cool dad. I'll take him to a Dodger game. Right on. Oh, I mean, when the, when the Phillies come into town. Of course. Sure, of course. I mean, no question. Duh. Duh. And <laughs> again, that's it. I yeah. actually believe this episode will be posting as I'm getting my, my vasectomy. Do I have to pick you up? Yeah, please. <laughs> 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 politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking. Spend some time collectively politinkering with the show where I don't know, man. Snip, 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 snip. The truth is, I don't know, man. Snip, snippity, snip. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Kill them all, let God sort them out. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs>